Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. All right, we are back. The only show that is vapor distilled and pH balanced for your listening pleasure. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. on Conroe's KZCC 106.1 and 104.5, IRLoneStar.com. And of course, you can find us on all of the major podcasting platforms as well as Facebook and YouTube. I am Andrew, and sitting uh, next to me is this guy who does all of his sucking right out in the open, Dick. Chief Dick. <laughs> so. Man, you ended the music early. That was like... Actually, I was trying to do a I new... Lo- I was, I'm jamming. I'm in a groove, do, and it was gone. I have a new thing, and it's like it's supposed to fade out in 10 seconds, but it instead of doing 10, it did one second. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I think I typed in the wrong number, so yeah. I had just fixed it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I was right in the middle of grooving with that music, and then all of a sudden it disappeared on me. So, anyways, man, last show was crazy. Uh, you know, shout I'm out. I'm still to, recovering uh, from last show. <laughs> that was great. I think the audience is too. Uh, Matt Black was awesome from Ingenious Brewery. Thank you for for coming out. I did drink all the beer. D- no, dang I it! Did. You didn't save any for me. I literally. Well, it just happened, and I was like, oh, there's no more. <laughs> that sucks for me for right now. Well, maybe we'll have to have him back if for no other yeah. reason for more beer. That was good. I tried it all. <clears throat> yeah, it was good stuff, man. So shout out to Ingenious Brewery. Um, we have a little bit of show cleanup, though. You you threw a lot of questions my way last week uh-huh. that I wasn't necessarily prepared for. So I did uh, look it up that, yes, um, um, Tibet is in control of, of China. And, no, China's in control of Tibet. I'm, I'm sorry, t- uh, China's in control of Tibet. Okay, good. And uh, the Dalai Lama is in exile. Okay, so, so he can never go home. I, I don't know about never, but he's not there now. I don't okay. know what he's, he's He didn't have run. a bed. He's on the lamb. Yeah, if you looked at his driver's license, it didn't say, like, Tibet 1. Um, Hut 2. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Probably lives at the orphanage. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Uh, He's still sucking face. Yeah, somebody's face. A lot. Oh, man. But anyways, I thought we'd clear that up because uh, you asked me some questions last week. Man, I don't know. I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. How was your week, man? It was good. It was good. There's a lot going on here at the studio. Uh, I do want to let the audience know we love hearing uh, things from you guys. If you liked some of the jokes or like some of the stories, audience of one show. Uh, is it is it the audience of one? What is it? I, I think by Here. episode uh, whatever we are eleven or twelve by now you should know the name of the show. We're not talking about the email address. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I have about twenty five shows yeah, on my brain. Yeah, so. audience of one show at gmail.com. Okay, okay, good. Because yeah. there's no Andrew or Dick. That's one thing I no. realized about show name is. But well, that's one thing I realized about our YouTube channel because it just says audience of one show. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that was available. Right. And so I was like, uh, it's kind of confusing for me because I'm not gonna remember that every single time. Mm. But uh, you can look it up. Just look up audience of one show with the Andrew and Dick and you'll find us. But unfortunately that was all the, all the URLs are taken. Yeah. So. Well, and people are finding us. Audience is growing uh every day it seems like or every well, week. I, yeah, I I love the Facebook messages we get and uh 
I'm like, I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> yeah, I get text messages too from people. It's like, I don't remember that. I have to go back and listen. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it fun though. But yeah, how about you? How was your week? Uh, it was good. I, I had this this weird little thing happen to me, and I wonder if, if you've ever experienced this or maybe some of the listeners. Um, I had to run an errand uh, during the day, and I had you know a little bit of time in between meetings um, at work, and I was like, man, I got to grab something to eat too. And have you ever like looked at a place inside and gone, uh, and judged how busy it is, whether or not you want to go in? Uh, like I, especially if you're on limited time. Uh, yeah, that happened today. Yeah, okay, so there you go. So I, um, I won't say the name of the sandwich shop. Let's just say that it's mm-mm toasty. Okay, and I looked Quiznos? in. Quiznos? I did not say those words, sir. Was I, it Quiz- I, I, is, is it still around? Uh, <laughs> this particular one was, yeah. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah, no, I hadn't had one in a while. But uh, I looked in and I said, okay, there's nobody in there. Uh, I should be able to get in and out rather quickly. Yeah. So I walk in and there's one elderly couple up at the counter. Uh, I guess they're getting ready to place their order. And there's three men behind the counter making sandwiches, and they are furiously making them. I mean, it's it's pulling down tickets, it's wrapping sandwiches up, yeah. it's turning around, putting it in the microwave, throwing it in the oven, just one after the other. And they are busy. I mean, pat. I'm looking around, and there's there's only one other person in the uh, in the store, and the elderly couple's just standing there. I thought, did they place a huge order? What's going on? And finally, I mean, what seemed like four or five minutes couple in front of me, just, they just walked out. I thought, well, that's not a good sign. They obviously didn't place an order. What's going on here? And it dawned on me, these are all these online orders and probably Uber Eats and things like this that is keeping this place slammed. Meanwhile, I'm standing there waiting to each yeah. And I waited for probably, but the, the whole process between when I walked in and finally got my sandwich was probably about 15 minutes. And, and it even, it didn't stop just at the sandwich making. When I went over to the register, um, the guy was too busy doing other orders, and my sandwich is just sitting right there, and I thought, like, I could just take the sandwich and go. Um, but that tells you the priority is not on the people yeah. over there. And, but that, it was terrible because I judged how quickly it was going to be based off the people that were in there, and that wasn't the case. I don't know if that ever happened to you before where you're like, what is going on? Well, yeah, it's, I always love those moments when you're going like, do they really forget my order? Like, I'm, no one's here. <laughs> and yeah. you're kind of like, uh, hello. Another thing right. I noticed, they, everybody was wearing gloves. And you thought, oh, that's great. They're handling food. They should be wearing gloves. But they never took them off. So everything they did, from touching the computer screen to the register to pulling down the, the yeah. receipts, everything, they all had gloves on. So I'm like, well, what's the freaking point, dude? <laughs> at that point, just take your gloves off. Like, it only yeah. makes sense if you're constantly changing your gloves out like they do at, like, Subway or whatever. Um, <laughs> just yeah, had never, them on the whole time. Yeah, I never touch, the screen. Yeah, I know. It was just kind of odd. I'm like, that's kind of weird that you're looking at their hands. Well, they were going everywhere. I mean, that tells me that you were just sitting up at the front like a weirdo. I, like, I, I was. Hey just guys, well, it was, I just want to watch you. Well, it was like I had front row seats for this amazing sandwich making process because I wasn't getting my sandwich. Look like Danny DeVito in those new commercials where he's sitting there looking at people making sandwiches. Maybe you should have got on Jersey Mike's. I should, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, well, man. But that was my crazy story. Maybe it wasn't that great. I don't know. Hey, man, have you ever stolen anything? Yeah. Ooh, something that you'd like to admit. No. But you're just saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I, I'm sure I have two. The only thing that's coming to mind is when I was in driver's ed, so I guess I was 15 years old, uh, we had a break for a snack or something. I went across the street to the supermarket, and this guy that I didn't really know went with me, but he was there in, in driver's ed with me. And this was back in the 1900s uh, when cigarettes were out in the open. You could just go get them. They weren't behind lock and key. And he went and grabbed, of course, we're both underage, cigarettes, and he put them in the back of my hoodie. But he just dropped them in there real softly, and I couldn't feel it. 
So I go through the checkout aisle and I'm do 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 and I walk out and then we get into the parking lot and he I could feel something. He reaches in and grabs the cigarettes and he's like, Thanks, man. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm an unwilling accomplice to a crime. What yeah. the heck's going on? So I think I stole cigarettes when I was fifteen unknowingly. Yeah, I mean it's funny you say driver's ed. That was the only time I remember stealing something and it was because it's a combination of your first one. There was there was a huge line. Because we got a break during driver's ed, and there's probably about 30-plus people. Mm-hmm. Well, the closest place was the convenience store next door. So imagine 30 people just going in, and I was like, just wanted to buy a stick of gum. And I was just sitting there in line. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm going to wait my entire break right. for the stick of gum. I'm going to make a run for it. And then, so I just uh, didn't even really think about it. I, was just, I turned around to go put it back, and I was like, it's Put this in my pocket and walk out. And so I did that. And then uh, after afterwards, I was like, that wasn't really worth it because it's just a pack of gum. Yeah. I, are you are you sure the statute of limitations has, has passed now? You're okay to say this on the air? Yeah. I mean, it's just a pack of gum. I went, we went, I went back there and paid next time. Oh, sure you did. Well, did you no, no, I didn't pay for the pack I stole. I paid every time I got, went there. Oh, uh, okay. I, it wasn't like I just started stealing every single time now because... I don't know what really got my, like, I got upset because, like, I'm really going to wait 15 minutes. Yeah. All I want is a pack of gum. Like, everyone else is getting all this other stuff. And, you know, I'm like, no, can I just give you my $2? And That reminds me of, uh, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Some story came out a few years ago where he actually went back to the convenience store where he used to steal Snickers and stuff when he was a kid and gave him, like, $1,700 to pay for all the stuff that he stole 30 years previous. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Well, this this uh, the reason I ask is because this story caught my eye um, about theft. Uh, so, in December of 2017, uh, and this is obviously several years old, but it's just now making the news again. Uh, for I guess the trial um, got, uh, I guess it was suspended due to COVID back in 2020, and they're just now going back to trial with it. But anyways, uh, during an ugly Christmas sweater party at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. That sounds so awesome. Okay. So I don't know if you've ever been to one of these ugly sweater, um, like, parties. It's basically, basically, everybody just puts on an ugly sweater for Christmas. I remember or, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of fun. Well, anyways, this guy was drunk, and as people will be at, at um, sweater parties like this, right? So he snuck off into a roped-off exhibit and took the thumb off a 2,000-year-old terracotta so statue of a Chinese warrior. So he broke the thumb. Yeah, I guess. I mean, or he just was kind of like messing with it because he's drunk and it came off. and He's like, oh, oh my God. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, but it says security video captured him <laughs> uh, posting, posing for a selfie with an arm wrapped around the sculpture uh, known as the Cavalry Man, which is insured at $4.5 million. So this is an ancient Chinese statue. He just <laughs> jerked the thumb off of it, right? So anyways, he takes the thumb and he puts it in his pocket. Well, the, um, the security used surveillance camera and, and his credit card records and tracked him tracked him down. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and what's funny about it is when they confronted him, they came to his door and confronted him, but he was like, yep, immediately confessed. Yeah, I did it. Uh, my bad. He went right over to the dr- his desk drawer in his bedroom and pulls the thumb out. I don't, I don't know what he was I don't know where you're the, keeping it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I don't know if it's some kink thing or, or whatever. He's like, here's the thumb. You always go there, there, don't you? Here you go. Well, Always I mean, the kink thing with you. Well, why wow, she's keeping a, a thumb in your desk? I don't know. It seems it seems odd. Huh. But anyways, he he's uh sent he's faces up to thirty years in jail for this. Wow. Yeah, and and up to a twenty thousand dollar fine. 
I don't know, man. It makes your uh, makes your bubblegum story seem pretty weak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I can't imagine what those museums put up with when people are getting drunk. And I know I used to go to the Houston Museum of Natural Science, and they used to do after hours stuff there. And I don't know if you've ever been to the museum, but there's that pendulum. Have. They have that pendulum clock. That's in the middle of like a yes. circular room. Yes, and it does. Some drunk dude jumped over and like grabbed it, and oh. so he changed. He wanted to change the time, and <laughs> I remember the whole space time well, continuum. I, I remember point. we like we're sitting there, and then all these cops showed up. So you didn't see him actually do it. You no. just saw the ramifications. And I was like, "What's going on here?" And then they're like, "They're searching for this guy." And this is like an after-hours networking thing. So this is... Oh, like, similar type thing. It was yeah. probably a party where he had too many and, cocktails. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I'm walking out, and I see all... like It was like a crime scene in the pendulum room. And I'm like... Oh, I asked the officer, I was like, what's going on here? Is everything okay? He's like, oh, someone messed with the pendulum. We're trying to fix it. And, I tell you... And no one's there. Like, they're, like, the museum people aren't there. So they're like, we don't know what to do with this, because we don't yeah. want to... Like, and now time is standing still. Well, not even that. It's just like... You, you just, it's just funny, because it... You know, these museums probably never thought of people being stupid. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, there's no one, there's not a represent, representative here. So we just have to make sure we, like, no one messes with it until the event's <sighs> over. And then we had the, but I'm talking, they had like the caution tape and stuff around it. I was like, what happened in here? That is a pretty cool gig. I would have ridden on that thing like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball and came yeah. in there like, woo, what is up? I mean, someone did. <laughs> but I mean, if no one was there to see it, oh, man, he wasted, no, it, a golden opportunity wasted. There isn't much of a barrier there between. No, there's not. The, well, I mean, the officer just said, "Yeah, some guy jumped over, and it's just a rail, and he just reached out while it was swinging and just grabbed it." You can they have it just out of reach. I've noticed. You know, you lean over, you can't. Yeah. Well, you've got to. You got to really. You got to get over it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hadn't heard about it. How long ago was that? Oh, about well, 15 years ago, I guess. Oh wow. Okay, that's that's a long time. Well, um, have you ever been told to um, drink? more water or like water's good for you water's yeah. good for you drink more water that's what i'm drinking right here oh how perfect of a, of a of a prop that you brought just for this well a recent study i love this though from u.s based water filter water filter guru.com <laughs> i gotta go visit that water uh, that website anyways found that reusable bottles can harbor 40 thousand times more bacteria yeah, that's right than here. the average toilet yeah, seat. Yeah, I'm licking toilet right now. Yeah, it's basically a portable Petri dish. Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting how recently, I don't know, in the last five years or so, um, kids have started carrying water bottles to school, and it really ramped up after, after COVID, mm-hmm. um, I guess because nobody could use the, the water fountains. But, man, you would think we're the most hydrated society in the world, these kids bring these hydro flasks. I'm like, you mean water bottle? That's the stupidest thing. But anyways, they bring these high-end water bottles. You just see our kitchen cabinet just covered in water bottles because they bring them everywhere. And I remember, you know, again, back in the 1900s when I was in school, uh, I don't remember any of us ever bringing water, ever. No. You just, I mean, the only time I, we really did is when you knew you had sports. Yeah, but I had sports two days, whatever. I didn't bring a jug. I just drank out of the water fountain. And my coach used to not let us drink out of the water fountain until, like, specific times. I mean, he wouldn't just let us freely yeah. wander over there. I mean, now you can probably go to prison for something like that. But oh. Yeah, I'm drinking toilet. Yeah, but it said that researchers swabbed uh, parts of different, different parts of the water bottle three times each, including the spout lid, the straw lid, and the squeeze top lid, and found two types of bacteria present, gram-negative rods and uh, bacillus. 
Okay, gram-negative bacteria can cause infections that are increasingly resistant to antibiotics, which can obviously be problematic because prob uh, antibiotics aren't going to cure you. Um, but <laughs> if you compare the cleanliness of these bottles to household objects, um, it's also pretty, pretty scary. Um, they contain twice as many germs as the kitchen sink. Uh, they can harbor four times the amount of bacteria as a computer mouse and 14 times more than a pet's drinking bowl. Blech. But here's the thing. So most people are like, oh, I can't believe that. I don't believe that. Well, the bacteria that's on that is already bacteria that's in your body. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're introducing things that your body's not used to. Um, there's, there's never been any recorded cases I, of people getting just, sick from their own water. I, bottles, I mean, basically. I get this whole message you're trying to send the audience that you're against climate change <laughs> and you don't want to prevent it. I don't think that does a thing for climate change, man. Uh, that's why people reuse bottles. Yeah, supposedly, yeah. That's, supposedly. that's what they say. I'm saving lives here. Yeah. A, a big brown eyed seal is living today because of your choice to lick a toilet seat. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, I know that's why all those people who have Yetis, like, you're not supposed to put them in the dishwasher. I know that. Because yeah, you're supposed to be Because water will get into them, and then that's where, like, the real bad yeah, it's, stuff It's the comes. extreme heat, I think, in the drying system that, that, that can really mess up those bottles. None of them, I don't think any of them are really. Well, I think it's the insulation. Like, the water yeah. gets into, like, the, the middle part, and then it just stays there. Ew, gross. So... And then it's it's just devastating. Yeah. Is that, is that what this, <laughs> you and these kinks, man? It's creepy. No, what do you mean? It's <laughs> kink? Well, experts recommend washing them at least once a day with hot soapy water and oh, yeah. sanitizing so it at least once this a week. I wash in the in the back. Oh, I'm sure. Once a day, I bet. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, what are some things that you would rather? Put your let's play a game. What would Dick rather put, put his mouth, mouth on? Uh, 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 your uh, I, I think that comparison's unfair though. You can't be like it's like a toilet seat. It's like well, they're like I said, they're comparing. You can the say that about anything, right? Right? You yeah. Be like oh, this handle. The, yeah, the doorknob uh, to the yeah. studio. Would you rather put your mouth on a on your water bottle Unlike, or the doorknob? You could say the that like flip flops. Yeah. People who wear flip flops are well, I think it's getting the, more exposed because they're not wearing closed toed shoes. So now I'm basically yeah. just stepping on feces. It's the number of bacteria. There's actually more. But again, the story's misleading because it's not actually as deadly, right? As if you were to go lick a toilet seat, you're probably going to get sick. Um, well, but, I, mean, I mean, wouldn't you say that about all the plates and things you use at your house? It's like. Well, they're washed, hopefully. Well, you know, but so, so is your water bottle. Well, but. The water bottle you're constantly putting into your mouth, putting up to your mouth, putting up to your yeah. mouth. The plates you're not. I mean, they're just holding the food. Or forks. I mean, if there you were... How about forks? Yeah, if, yeah, okay. So if you reused the fork throughout the day and didn't wash it, yeah, I think the same concept would would be there. But no one's doing that. At least... I am. So you wash your water bottle, but you reuse the same fork all day. Yeah, yeah. That so makes now no you're, sense. Sa you're saving water, too, right? <laughs> I care about this planet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. So, staying on this theme of, oh, what did you have something I mean, I'm just thinking, like, what's the point of that article? Like, what are they trying to... Yeah, I know. Just trying to get clicks, and I, I baited right into it, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you say your water bottle's more dirty than a toilet seat, you, you kind of go, what? Once you read into it, you realize, oh, it's, it's already just normal bacteria. Basically, human beings are just nasty, filthy people is what that is. Yeah. I yeah. like it. <laughs> okay. Um, did you hear about this, staying on this concept of water, did you hear about this um, brain-eating amoeba? Um, that can occur. I know that happens like in Galveston, like once every year or something like that. Ooh, why? What happened? Or they get, it might not be the brain of maybe, but it's like a skin disease, but it's from the water. 
and then yeah. there might be one that's a brain one. Like once, yeah, they've got once the every name of it, couple of years, not, you, hear, you hear the story like they contract it because they went swimming in Galveston. Niagara Fowlery or so. something. I can't pronounce what that is. But yeah, so a man in southwest Florida died after becoming infected with a rare brain eating amoeba, amoeba, which state health officials say was possibly as a result of rinsing his sinuses with tap water. I believe that. Uh, so he's one of these neti pots. You ever seen the, the, the yeah. neti pot? You ever done it? Yeah. Oh, have you? That's quick. Oh, man, like that stuff freaks me out because it looks like some crazy clockwork orange thing being hooked up to your face. I've well, they make different. They make different ones. I mean, if you have the original, which just use, uses gravity. Oh, the to, ones I've seen, it like shoots water up yeah, one nostril there's, down the other. I mean, there's motorized ones, and then there's like the the newer ones you buy at the store. Just looks like a a sprite, like a. Uh, workout bottle and you just squeeze it and just shove all that water up in your nose well, same concept it's going straight up one but the but original the, the, the original not neti pot was like literally looks like a teapot and then so you have to like tilt it with it uh. and, the, and they just use gravity to force it through and your, when when you're done does it f- f- like feel amazing i mean did, did you notice a result the, oh that's my favorite part when you well, yeah all, i would hope so all Otherwise, that stuff that comes point? out it's like oh wow <laughs> it's part of my brain <laughs> well i mean when you have when you're stuffed stuffed up <laughs> yeah it's like i really gotta get this out so it really helps, but you also boil the water and put the right. saline solution. Or right, so you're supposed to use in. distilled water or boil water, and I think you're actually supposed to boil it for a certain length of time or it's not even... Yeah. Because the water, um, you know, tap water has certain bacteria in it that is not safe to get into your system, which most people freak out and be like, what, I drink that, I cook with it. Well, you could take that same water and ingest it and be just fine, right? Because the saliva in your mouth and the acid in your stomach neutralize or kill all that stuff, but when you inject it up into your nose, none of those things exist, and that's when it gets in there and just has a feast on your brain. And the, the death rate on that is just insane. You mean it's using like, net, netty pot? No, 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 no. The uh, brain-eating amoeba, if you catch this thing, it's like 98% Yeah, death. I don't doubt that. Oh, it's so terrible. Well, what's crazy is listening to this poor man, he's probably done it so many times without boiling it. Or... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't say here. But yeah, it makes me wonder if he's like, just this is just what he did and... Just played the odds and it was fine. Um, I don't know, but um, PSA out there, kids, if you're doing your neti pot, use distilled water. That brain-eating amoeba thing scares me. That happened to a kid, I think, in Fort Worth a couple years ago. Was playing in the fountains, um, yeah, in like downtown Fort Worth, or maybe it wasn't Fort Worth, but it was up there in, in DFW area. He was playing in the fountains and got some water and. Oh man, that's now he doesn't have a face because he's yeah. dead and rotting. Yeah, yeah, dead and rotting. Well, you know, if you are dead and, and rotting. Um, there's some good news. Apparently there are some um, doctors in Germany that are attempting to reverse death and resurrect humans. Love this. All right. So if your neti pot goes wrong, there's a company called Tomorrow Biostasis that is focusing on human uh, cryopreservation in hopes that it can eventually reverse death. So you're saying you get frozen and then when they figure out a way to revive you yeah they revive you yeah yeah so so it's pretty interesting um it was a, it's a startup based in germany um it says there's actually hundreds of them over there now um they've already got um 10 cases with some bodies preserved in a lab okay so i guess what happens is most of these people are in their mid-30s sign up for this they said um and when you die they preserve your body hoping that technology will increase yeah. to the point where they can revive you so I guess they just have these huge vats of, of dead people back there just, just waiting. Um, but it does kind of remind me of that movie uh, Idiocracy. Did you ever see the Idiocracy? Yeah. 
How did he get frozen again? <laughs> so he volunteers, um, sort of volunteers, because he's got absolutely nothing going on to participate in some study in the military. Okay, yeah, and he he's gets in military. In, yeah, he gets inside the thing. Yeah, and, and they were supposed to freeze him for gosh, I don't a number of years. It wasn't a whole long time. Maybe it was like one year or two years. Uh, and then, <laughs> of course, the program loses funding, and they just dig up the the building or tear down the building, and he, his his. Um, a body gets buried for 500 years. Yeah. And when he awakes, he's the smartest man alive uh, I, uh, <laughs> by leaps and bounds. There's like a Mel Gibson movie, too. I think it's called Forever Young, the same okay. kind of premise. Same where concept. He gets into a, a thing during the World War II or War, I think it was that. And then he wakes up 20 years later. Yeah. But he's young. And everyone. But, but like, wouldn't I think the part of this that would, would really drive me nuts? Let's say I signed up for this. And I, I pass away tragically from my neti pot, and um, I'm preserved. What if they wake me up and it's like a terrible time? I don't know. Maybe another pandemic has occurred. Something's going on. You're like, wait a minute. You woke me up now? Like, what if you didn't? That's not the time period. Yeah, but you, you have no before. control over it. Right. Exactly. So it's like, and, I mean, I'm, they have. I'd just be glad they woke me up. Well, yeah, I guess you, you technically are dead. <clears throat> like you go into that knowing you're dead. Would you? Would you want to do that? Would you sign up for that? No. Oh heck, no. I wouldn't either. No, no, no. I, uh, uh, it says the, the company, this is, this is also the really interesting part about it. According to a report from tech.eu, the company's standby ambulance has already been very busy. Um, <laughs> so apparently they have, it says as soon as someone dies, tomorrow biostasis immediately responds to preserve the person's body and or brain in a state of stasis. And then, of course, then once the future uh, advances to materialize, blah, 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 the company will treat and reverse the person's cause of death. But they basically have these these yeah. standby yeah. ambulances at the ready to go <laughs> and preserve people before What happens they start if, like, you get in a car wreck and you're mangled? And it's just like, ugh. And they bring you back and you're, yeah. still, you're live but still mangled? Ugh, well, I mean, like, I, I, well, I imagine... Like, you brought me back to life but you couldn't but fix see, my bones? I, see, this is such what a is unique this? case because there's so many young people that are tragically, you know, would die... Due to like a disease. See, that makes sense. But if you're 95 years old and you're rich and you're like, oh, hey, I got stage four, whatever cancer. I don't want to be woken up in yeah. like 100 years. I'll still be 95 years old. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I, so, I don't get this. Yeah. Unless you die tragically when you're young. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only way I can see yeah. this working. Because I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I was old. I was ready to die. What are you waking yeah. me back up for? Yeah. I would think that, you know. There's a time frame on there. You go, okay, if I'm in between the ages of 35 and 65 or whatever you, you consider um, young, wake me back up. Otherwise, let I me go. I don't get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wake you back up just I mean, remember a Demolition horrible, Man? Remember that? I've seen it, but it's been Because they, they do the chirostasis thing for punishment. Oh. So instead of serving jail time, they put you, they freeze you. For <laughs> X amount. I don't know why that would be. That sounds like that's punishment? I guess, I mean, I guess it could be. Well, they didn't. Uh, that society didn't want to murder people. Oh, so, so instead of we'll we'll freeze we'll you so freeze you can think you. about what you've done. Yeah. for a thousand years or whatever. I mean, that's a real thing, and I'm like, that's. You know what? I found out today. Um, I heard this other story. I didn't. I didn't put it on the run sheet, but um, there. Did you know on cruise ships that they actually have a mobile morgue on every cruise ship mm -hmm. in case someone croaks? You're saying it's like, oh yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I've got one in the back of the studio in case one of my guests has an no, untimely demise. I, yeah. Yeah, they have to because if you're out there at sea and somebody croaks, which I guess happens, they gotta mm -hmm. they gotta have a, a place to store them and take the body back. Yeah, like right yeah. next to the. That right happened to uh, my wife's sister, like probably about three months ago. 
some guy had a heart attack on a beach. Oh, I thought you were saying her sister. Okay. So, so yeah, so one of the Ooh. one of the guys had a heart attack on the beach, and so they had to bring his body back. So, but if he was on land. Yeah, but they were visiting like Cozumel or something. But they have to bring the body back. Oh yeah, okay. But in that case, I'm just that just seems to me like they're just preparing the body and bringing back in a body bag. But this is, I guess, they don't want to interrupt the entire cruise. Like if it's a seven day cruise and it happens on day two, they're not going to bring the ship back. They're just going to throw the guy in the freezer yeah. and let him float around for the next five days. I don't want pretty much. I don't want to interrupt my Disney cruise by some guy dying. Oh, anyways, the story I heard that apparently they didn't have one of those or it wasn't properly working. And so, um, yeah, this guy croaks and he sits there for five days until he gets back to, to sea. And his wife's very upset because he's, you know, starting to, he's starting to, uh, was it bloat and disintegrate and all this grossness? Yeah, I, I had no idea. I didn't think about it before. But yeah, I'll just leave you. Overboard. Yeah, kind of cool, right? Swim with the fishes, man. I, yeah, I guess. Do you get like one of the slides? <laughs> Just as the boat's going, like, farewell. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go ahead and take a break on that one, guys. Uh, I don't even know what we got coming up. Crazy stuff. Oh, yes, DIY dentistry. Um, not good. That's all I'm going to say. We'll be back. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belshner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, we're going to let the music play a little bit longer this time. The smooth musical stylings of John Skeels. Love that song. All right, we are back, everybody, audience of one. You know, I had a couple stories lined up here, but uh, during the break, Dick and I were chatting, and we've <laughs> got a crazy story. Uh, I think the names will be uh, withheld to. What's that? Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It's not it like sounds crazy to me. Out with so. hippos and doing cocaine. <laughs> well, I don't know. They uh, might be. They might be making cocaine to this place. We. Uh, a, a yeah. Good, tell the story. So this is crazy, a, man. A, a good friend of mine uh, had a medical issue, and he finally you know, went to the doctor, and the doctor prescribed him uh, like, I, I think it's called compound pharmacy. Medication, right? Which I had never heard of. I'm like, which, what are you talking about? What is compound it's like, pharmacy? It's literally they make the drugs by hand there, like mash up a measure. Right. Which to me immediately I go, this can't be legal. Well, in any way, I was with him, and he's like, hey, I have to go to this pharmacy, this specific pharmacy, like it's a specific one. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a forever drive. And no, he's like, no, it's just literally down the street from me. And I go, but where though? Like, it's in this guy's I, garage next well, no, door. Because no, no. uh, he, when you hear about compound compound uh, pharmacies, you think like. You know, like oh, this is like one magical dude in the in the because mm -hmm. they used to have it back in the day. Like the old towns would have one one pharmacy guy that right. could make everything. So if you needed ten Advil, he right. made ten Advil using you know the well known recipe. Yes, ginger root. Yeah, and so, all yeah. So you know, it's very similar to that. And uh, he's like, oh no, it's right here. And I go, I have Newt. And I was like, isn't that like a gun range? Like I was like I don't think I've ever seen like a building there. And he's like no, there's a gate. It's a gated building. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? So Guns, we, tires, and pharmacy. Well, yeah, no, we pull up and like you see the turn for 
the the gun range. And even if you see the sign, it looks like a gun range because it says Richie's, and then it says like Conroe Shooters and whatever. But it's a really nice sign. And I thought it was just that's what the gun range was called. It was Richie's. Yeah. But no, Richie's is a pharmacy. So you go up to this gate. And it opens, and I, I I was like, we get there, and there's probably 30, 40 cars. I was like, is this part of the gun range? Like, what is this place? I want some pistols. Where are the well, guns? This, this has no windows, and there isn't a drive-through. It oh looks like God. it looks like a compound. And well, it is. It's well, compound pharmacy. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is gonna be so busy. There's so many people here. Yeah. And we go in, and it's like the nicest entryway for like a law firm. It looks like a lot. Everything's wood, right, right. and it has all this old medical stuff. That's just the front, and then yeah. no one else is there. And you just go up to the window, and it's this lady's like, "Oh, you're so so. Here you go." And I'm like, is, "I'm thinking to myself, is this legit? I go, what is going on here? How many people work here? I don't even, like, yeah, I, I don't even see any guns. Like in there, there was, there, I, there, were, there were legit at least thirty cars there, and I'm like, there's no way everybody's in the back making pills, man. I guess." Doing some and sort of chop suey and mixing was, and stuff. It was very interesting. They had six pharmacists there. They had the they had pharmacists. Well, no, they had the you know the what <laughs> quote, do you call air them? Quote. What do you call them? Diplomas. Oh yeah, we yeah we you got to have the diplomas. Yeah, those are legit. But uh yeah, and I, but there were specific kind of diplomas like it's for compounding or whatever. So they make custom drugs there. But it was just weird. It's weird to me when you see so many cars, but you don't see anybody. Any people, yeah. And it's just kind of like, what's going on here? That's like, for the people that come, but then they never leave. Yeah, so it, no. It, that's it's like Hotel California, man. Yeah. Ooh, but yeah, yeah I've uh, never heard of this before. But it's a shout out to Richie's. It was cool. It was it was a very neat experience because I was like, you know, this is for specialized medicine. They must make cocaine there. <laughs> well, I, I had uh, some medicinal stories about, cocaine. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, of course. No, nobody's doing it. If you have a brain amoeba, 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 you might be able to get. <laughs> fix there well i was going to do this story in a little bit but i'm i moved this up to the top because i think it relates so one thing though one of my favorite things was we go there we're checking out and this lady had to give instructions Mm -hmm. and i was it was complicated like you got to mix in there's a little they they didn't finish mixing it all Well, no, it's like you take one pill you open it and you pour out half the half the what's in the pill into this little bottle and you stir it with the, the mixing stir, and then you get the other pill in this other bottle, pour the whole thing in there, and you got to sh- sh- stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. What is he paying them for? And Shouldn't they be doing all I, that? No, it was wild. And I was like, and I, we were walking back to the car. I was like, you know, you're, you're going to screw that up, right? <laughs> like, you're going to pour more of the other pill or something like you're gonna that. You're going to grow a tail. Yeah, and then, like, you didn't stir it, like, enough. Oh, and, gosh. yeah, it was wild. So people, I mean. I would have led off with that story, Dick. That is nuts. But I just, I just love the idea of, you know, today's medicine. You know, we're basic people now. It's like, yeah, just give me the pill. It would have been funny, like, but if now, that place got raided while you were there. I mean, all the the officers oh. coming through with the rifles and everything, and I can just see you on, on camera doing this. It's like local radio host, uh, Dick Schisler, yeah, involved in a compound drug raid. But, yeah, it was uh, – but can you imagine, like, how nervous people are when they have to do those kind of things? It's like, yeah, you could probably lose a limb if you don't do this correctly, if you don't apply this. It's like <laughs> – well, here's a ten-step list that you have to follow, yeah. and you're like, "Can you show me how to do?" It? No, here, here's your box. The instructions are in there. <laughs> Some ointment. Yeah. Don't don't apply too much. Don't apply not enough. Yeah. Okay, I, I did have this story uh, down in the in the run sheet a little bit, but I brought it up to the top because after hearing this, I think it sort of uh, goes along. Um, a man is facing charges after police say he is illegally practicing dental work in a Denbury hotel room. <laughs> Okay, and this is a uh, Denbury, Connecticut, or Danbury, Connecticut. Um, so, 
the reason I laugh is this is because, I mean, honestly, who's the person who's going to be going into a hotel room to get dentist work done, right? So part of the part of the, the problem is on the people who are actually yeah. going there. But Dan, a Danbury police officer said they responded to the La Quinta Hotel for reports of dental work. The officers found a man who said he was conducting dental referrals. When officers entered the occupant's room, they found an impromptu uh, operating setup with dental drills, suction machines, and portable x-ray machine. So when I first started this story, I, I thought it was just going to be like a, a, a set of doors with some string so he could just like slam the door real quick and yank teeth out. Yeah. But it, it sounds to me like he probably was at one time a, a legitimate practicing dentist who's lost his license. And probably has said, hey, I got this this little bit of clientele, you know, in his book of clients. Hey, if you want to get, get some, some dental work done for cash or whatever, I'll do it a lot, a lot cheaper. Um, that's what I'm guessing. But <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. And you well, hear these may, stories well, all may, the time, It makes too. you think of those mob stories where it's like, oh, he got shot. But, you know, Bruno got shot. <clears throat> we'll take him to the dock. And it's like a vet. Like, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, they're, and all these dogs are barking. And he's like, sewing him up. Thanks, doc. Here's your, <clears throat> here's your cash. And but you hear about these things too, um, like for for ladies who want to go get um, like liposuction or some of these these breast augmentations, but they're very expensive, so they go and do it in some like hotel room like this, and something goes obviously horribly yeah. wrong, and they die during the procedure. Um, that's kind of what this sounds like. But yeah, he was uh, this guy's name is Hugo uh, DeLima, and he was arrested and charged with practicing dentistry without a license and illegal sale of prescription drugs because apparently he was also giving out bottles of amoxicillin and other medications as well. So this guy is in trouble. So <laughs> it may not be uh, Richie's Tire Shop or whatever the hell you were saying earlier, but uh, this is very similar. Well, no, it was a gun range, and <laughs> Richie's happened to be like in the same driveway of a gun. I was, it was so weird. Oh, man. Okay, staying on this uh, topic of dentists, uh, this story is absolutely nuts. There's um, many people have decided to forego the dentist and it's instead turned to TikTok. It sounds like TikTok is on every one of our episodes, by the way, because that's where all the crazy stuff is. Have turned to TikTok for oral care advice, uh, which many dentists uh, are warning may be very dangerous. So the hashtag... DIY Dentist has garnered over 3 million views on TikTok, and it's filled with videos sharing uh, uh, dentistry hacks for getting perfectly pearly white teeth without the trip to the dentist or all of those expenses that are associated with it. Well, of course, what could go wrong here with this, right? So what's happening is people are using all kinds of over-the-counter and hand homemade things to whiten their teeth and like some, uh, what did it say? There was... Um, uh, oh gosh, what was it? It's like some clay. There's like some clay that they're using, I guess, to scrub on their teeth. Uh, hydrogen peroxide, blah blah blah. Well, of course, what this does is it's, it's destroying the enamel on your teeth. It wears off that that outside layer, so the one underneath it is nice and shiny and bright. But if you take off too much, well, you've done permanent damage to your teeth, and that's exactly what's happening. A lot of these people are destroying their teeth, or they're shaving their teeth down apparently to to get them to a, a, a desired shape. And, of course, they're shaving too much. and That's gross. Yeah. So I don't know if, if you have ever taken um, any homemade remedies for, for dentistry or tried to remove your own tooth or something. Yeah? You're saying you're kind of shaking your like, Yeah. I mean, I've removed my own tooth Yo, before. So when you were a little kid and when you had a loose tooth, yeah. did you ever just do the doorknob yeah. thing like I was talking about? You did? I could never do that. No. No, I'd let those suckers. I was one of those kind that just let it dangle. Like it was basically just falling out. My dad's like, would you just take that thing out? I'm like, nope, nope, it'll fall out. And, and then you're sleeping. <laughs> exactly. You choke on it. I'm surprised that never yeah, happened. It's funny because we talked about TikTok before and how these fads get really caught on. And 
And it's, I've, I, you never know, always made that comment, like, everything on the internet's fake. And then if you read these examples that you sent over, people were filling in gaps of their teeth. And the doctor's like, you can't do that because if you fill in, you can't floss anymore when you fill in the gap. <laughs> and if you can't floss, you can't clean the certain crevices. Yeah, because yeah, they're probably not getting it in airtight or whatever. Yeah. So there's still bacteria that gets in and there, then, but, the, but it's small. The, the, well, the interesting one there, is though. the last one, if you read it, it was a uh, night guard. Yeah, they're making their own night guards. And I'm thinking like, you know, because I know those are very expensive. Mm-hmm. They can get yep. the, for people who, you know, grind their teeth. And then it's like, how do you make your own? Well, you just buy a mouth guard for like football. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. That. Well, I'm just it's curious. Probably a different. It's probably a different material. Because hey, I, I don't know. I don't have a night guard, so I was just. I do. I oh, do. you do? Yeah, I have one. So you got like a dental one, though, like mm-hmm. an official. I no, I went over to um, Sam's. It's a place called Sam's, and uh, they sell guns on one side. They sell some pharmacy on the other, and uh, in the middle is uh, some some night guard distribution. <laughs> no, I, I had a. A dentist, actually. Yeah, well, because it made me, because if, you know, practical things always come to my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'll just go get a, a football helmet, yeah, mouth guard. Yeah, and that's like rubber, though. This is like a hard plastic that's molded really well to your teeth. So how do you breathe? Through your nose? Like no, I, no, it just just sits right on top of your, your okay. teeth. It's not massive. It's really, really small. And it's just so you don't, you know, grind your teeth together. Interesting. Yeah, but this apparently, they're, they're doing all kinds of things. It's not just whitening. It's not just... Oh, no, it's like... Um, um, sanding your teeth to shaping them. It says that they've even um, <laughs> doing makeshift braces with rubber bands to close the gaps and using a spoon to take the braces off. Mm. And of course, these rubber bands have led to people's teeth misshapen and misaligned oh, yeah. and everything. Oh my God. Again, TikTok's great. It, <laughs> it's oh, great. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't, imagine, I can't dentistry. imagine being a kid. Like all the stuff you believe you fall for. Oh, yeah, I know. It's sad. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I'm glad it's I misinformation, man. It's a killer. <laughs> well, I don't even know that this is necessarily misinformation. This is just clearly it is. People giving they're, they're buying online teeth cement to close their <laughs> gaps. I didn't know teeth cement actually was a thing, but apparently it is. Well, I mean that's and you would do you remember that moment when Amazon became like really strangely blurring the lines when you're buying items. Uh, I guess I don't know exactly well, what like, you're referring it, to. Because I remember, you know, right when Amazon was started, like you search, you search for like, commerce. say, you want toothpaste, right? Mm-hmm. So you search for toothpaste, and usually it's like from Amazon. Mm-hmm. But then they combined because I know there's like a uh, reseller department. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they combined it. Mm-hmm. So it used to be like, because I, I remember when I sold books from from school, and they had a whole separate website where you could sell each other stuff, mm-hmm. and it was it was very like pinpoint like th- you're buying this from some kid very obvious right but like now if you go buy toothpaste yeah you don't know where you're, you're getting you, it from well i mean they tell you in this little tiny thing and it's like oh this is from you know taiwan and you don't really know oh, man. and then yeah, you, you're thinking you're getting it from walmart yeah amazon just you know, resourced it or whatever but yeah. no Ooh. so that's why i don't buy a lot of stuff from amazon um that i think i would probably ingest it's usually just... Well, I usually got... I always got my so that's hygiene products from them because I get, you know, like 10 bottles. You're very hygienic. Well, it's just because I, I always find myself where I'm like, oh, I need to order more, but then I'd run out and I'm like, now I don't have any. Right. So if I buy 10 tubes of toothpaste, I'm pretty much set for a while. Same thing with my <laughs> shampoo why, and everything. Why get one stick of deodorant when you can get 10? Well, yeah, that that you would be surprised how lucky... Yeah. That, how it helped me out in the long run. Because when you run out of deodorant, it's not fun. 
No, no, it's not. So um, yeah, that's I've I've had that that panic moment when you're like, oh my gosh, and you're scraping the plastic yeah. on your underarm. Like, oh great, great, and I'm going on a trip for three days. What am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the worst. So that's why. But again, I don't know when Amazon changed its ways, where it's like all of a sudden when you're trying to buy a T-shirt or something, it's like, oh yeah, this is this isn't a, a Polo Ralph Lauren purchase. It's you know, this is a knockoff. You don't really know. I'll have to keep an eye out for that next time I'm purchasing on Amazon. Yeah. You know, a few weeks ago you asked me, what's the next trend on TikTok going to be? I think we were talking about the uh, Kia boys or something like that. Yeah, they're stealing cars. Yeah, and and I said something like it was going to be like a Jeep rolling or something. Uh, Is it the Jeep rolling? No, no. I I think that might actually be, well, no, I don't know if that's better or not. But I I saw this new new trend that um, in addition to DIY dentistry, that people are putting lip balm on their eyelids to get high. What's lip balm? Uh, think like Burt's like Bees. Carmex? Think like Carmex. Think, okay. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So that's a lip balm. Yeah, yeah. How does it get you high? <clears throat> uh, yeah, so there's a dangerous TikTok trend um, happening that could potentially be harmful, and experts are strongly advising against it. And in this case, this says they're, they're putting Burt's Bees lip balm on their eyelids. Um, which some people claim can intensify the feel <clears throat> the feeling of being high or drunk. I do like the name of it though. It's called Beezin. You know what I love is if you remember <laughs> yeah, last year. Yeah, bro, la- you want to go Beezin? Nobody last- can look cool <laughs> putting lip balm on your eyelid. Remember though. last week's episode? We were talking about those kids drinking like jugs of yeah, alcohol. Yeah, the blackout and, rage and then we gallons. Had, we were sitting there talking to one of our younger friends. Right and after he, the show. Right after the show. And he immediately knew exactly what we were talking about. I was oh, like. Yeah. Oh, and he had done it. He's like, oh, oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Those are bad. <laughs> Yeah. He just got a high, he just graduated high school, yeah. and it was so it was so funny how he just immediately knew it. I'm like, well, this is this is real. Yeah, I mean, so, you'd never heard of it. I'd never heard of it. No. Until I saw the story. We mentioned it to him, and he's like, "Yep, done that." And then, yeah, it's bad. And, uh, the, uh, is he really just out of high school? I think so. Oh wow, okay. I'll, I'll ask him. But okay. he, we know him. Got to ask him. Ask him if he's ever if he's ever gone beezing. Beezing. <laughs> it is a pretty cool name. I would, you apply yeah. lip balm on your eyelid. I would say there's a good chance he's probably done it. Yeah, it's he, possible. He seems like one of those guys where you see like the cool thing on TikTok. Yeah, well, doctors say it can cause skin conditions and inf- infections, which could possibly threaten eyesight. Well, so, now, now I guess they have to put it on the bottle. Like, oh, I'm sure. Don't, yeah, don't I'm put sure. it on your eyelids. Yeah, you I'm sure. Dummy. <laughs> it says uh, the product has ingredients including peppermint oil, which can also reportedly make you feel more alert to some people. Uh, who've applied it to their to their eyes, but um, some of the um, experts are a little more skeptical about this. So, would you do that? Would you you want to try it for the show huh. next week? <laughs> Come yeah. on, man! It's for the show. I like my eyes. Yeah. Well. But you know, I'll, I'll, if you want me to get high, I'll do that. Uh, well, it's <laughs> this is kind of a high. It's yeah, okay. So okay, I, I'm kidding. Well, well, explain this. So they putting it on to get high, or is it? amplify if you are high well it sounds like there's mixed results with it i think it's it's probably well you probably can't see so there you go that's mimicking some effect of drugs right it's kind of got the smell you're, okay, i don't know let me make sure because they're doing it like this like they're putting it like yeah on, on their, their eyeball, eyeball. Mm-hmm. yeah not like on the actual eyeball but on the eyelid not under the eyelid no it's like the picture i saw like they're topical like, yeah like on top yeah mm-hmm. huh yeah yeah uh this is this is funny. Uh, it says, one kid said, all my homies be breezing in the club. Kids are seen in clips passing the lip balm around to each other. 
person to person. That's got to be a joke. I don't know, man. One kid said, I try to do it to stay uh, awake. And the other one was like, this is my gateway drug. Mm -mm -mm. It's got to be a joke. I don't know, man. It, it, uh, it's crazy. It says it isn't new, though. It's been around since like 2014. But of course, TikTok probably, I don't know if TikTok was around back then. But um, now when you have these, these social sites, things well, have so a second it's life. Like, it's like the it's Tide like the 15 Pod. minutes of fame. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Tide Pods. But th- come on, man. Like I some like of this it. stuff is just so patently obvious that you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Well, wait till they have some really disgusting thing where like how to clip your fingernails or something like that. And it's just tearing up people's fingers. Yeah. He toes. said it's, it's the same concept as smoking banana peels for kids who didn't have access to drugs, and they pretend that it's hardcore. I'm thinking, kids smoke banana peels? I know they used to smell poop. I'm sorry, I knew sorry, that. What? I knew that. I, knew. I do that every day. No, I remember watching the documentary about drugs around the world and, like, where poor countries are. Somehow, if you ferment your poop and then, like, you inhale it, you get, like, it kills you. <laughs> like, it gets you high. I don't know what they call it. Does it have to be your own poop? I Well, they were talking about, like, this village. These people would all poop in a bottle and they ferment it and let it sit and there's got to be better ways of getting high i I think sobriety might just be better than that i don't know but i I know that's a thing no you said this is like and you want to you want to do that no i'm good i'll do the i'll do the The beeswax i'll do the the bees instead of smelling it could lead to uh vision loss completely which i think this poop thing will kill you really yeah all right maybe i'll have to do some homework and look up here, I'm gonna look it up. Quick. Getting a poop high. Uh, no, you don't need to look it up now. Then you go down a rabbit a rabbit hole of poop highs. Uh, the menthol gives the cooling effect from its alcohol nature. Is is what it's getting at. Uh, the temporary effect that is it pinches blood vessels and it also dries the eyes out uh, with repeated use. Um, getting menthol into the eyes will generally just irritate it, leaving a person with a mistaken impression that they're more awake from the discomfort. So that's why some of these people feel like they're they're more awake. Basically, don't be putting this stuff on your eyelids, people. Ooh, it's called jinkum. Why wouldn't it or be? Or jankum. Jank, uh, you know what? That kind of sounds familiar. It's popular Maybe like I, among Zam, Zambian youth. Oh, this is, this is going to be a new trend. Let's go to the jankum party tonight, bro. And to, in November 2007, there was a moral panic in the United States after widespread reports of jankum being popular recreational drug in middle and high schools across the country. <laughs> people were smelling their own poop, dude. <laughs> I love it. It's like glue sniffing, but with poop. That's what that's what they're mm. people are saying. Jinkum. Mm. I like how there's a name for it. Yeah, Jinkum. Yeah. Man, this week's Jankum is ripe. <laughs> Better than last week's Jankum. What do you do with your friend? Why do you always go to their house? Oh, we get her together. And He's got s- the best Jankum. <laughs> yeah, we go. We get together and we smell poop. <laughs> his his uh, diet's very high in fiber, so the oh. Jankum is good. I mean, I really hope our audience is learning new things every day. I hope so, man. That's with sort every of the, episode, that's sort of the point of this. But uh, I think I think we'll end the uh, the show on a couple of stories that are a little less crazy. Um, this this one did touch touch me a little bit because it reminded me of my childhood. Smell uh, poop? No, that just reminded me of every morning, basically yeah. <laughs> after a good coffee. Um, oh man, uh, is is this on still? Are we still on? Yeah. Okay, but. I guess the, the world record for the furthest flight by a paper airplane has been broken, which okay. this is cool because when I was a kid, I was really into paper airplanes. I'm sure as most kids are. Did you yeah, used I mean, to make paper I, airplanes? Yeah. Oh, did you ever make the little footballs and flick them? Yeah. Yeah, little triangles and try and get like super distance with them. And your friends, of course, would make the little 
uh, was the field goal with your thumbs and yeah. forefinger there? Yeah. Anyways, it's been it's been broken by three aerospace engineers with with a paper aircraft that flew a grand total of. I don't know if you're looking at the story. I was going to have you guess. I mean, I imagine it's like at least three hundred yards. Okay, it is a total of two hundred and eighty nine nine inches, oh. two hundred eighty nine feet and nine inches. So I was I was kind of unimpressed when I heard that number. That's being the world record, I'm like two hundred eighty nine feet. But then I got to thinking about it. When I made an airplane as a kid and it flew from like across the room, which is probably 15 feet before it, you know, yeah. ultimately tumbled till its death, I was super jazzed, right? Like that was a good flight. So then I got thinking about how far 300 feet is for a paper airplane. That is pretty good. Um, the, the, also, the thing that stood out to me is the picture of these three young that's men. A, if it's 300 feet, that's 100 yards. That's, that's a football field. Yeah, it's a football field to put that into perspective. That is that is a long. Way. I said three football fields. You did, you did. <laughs> but also, I want to give some credit. I guess. Well, when I think of paper airplane, I think of like you're on top of a building, throwing it. Right, 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 right. So no, apparently there's probably rules. I think you got to be on the ground. I think yeah. the story actually describes it. But the previous record was 252 feet, so they shattered that by 30 feet. But when you look at this picture, and I don't know if you want to show it or not to the audience uh, <clears throat> on Facebook and YouTube. Um, these are aerospace engineers, and they look like they look like children. I mean, these guys look really, really young, um, but it's it's crazy. So um, I, I didn't know that this was something that, that companies did. They work for uh, Boeing, I think is what it said, right? Yeah, I'm pulling it up for the <coughs> visual doesn't, audience. Doesn't seem like a, a, a good Looks like a bunch of, of nerds. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, What'd you do this weekend? <laughs> made some paper, made paper airplanes. Spelled yeah. poop. Names are Nathan Erickson, Dylan Rubble, and Garrett Jensen, and they are aerospace engineers uh, from yeah from Boeing, which is pretty cool. Um, let's see, they this put is in the near- worst article because they didn't even show you a picture of the stupid. No, airplane. and I, I was going to mention that, so it makes me wonder if it's very top secret. They don't want to give away their designs. Uh, but the team put in nearly 500 hours of studying origami and aerodynamics to create their their multiple test prototypes. And like I was thinking, man, is this really a, an efficient use of resources from Boeing? Um, but yeah. I, apparently they think it is. I mean, it's good, it's good press, I suppose. But this did remind me of a story when I was a kid uh, when in high school. Um, I was in a physics class with uh, Mr. Blackwell. Mr. Blackwell, if you're listening, you were an awesome Here, teacher. I got, I got a picture. Look at that. Oh, wait, that can't it. possibly be it. That I thing's found tiny. It. No, that's just a picture of... Oh, it does say a prototype. That thing looks tiny. Um, and we, we made paper airplanes, and then we took them to the gym. And went up on the you know the second story of the gym, and we did contests for distance and one for time in the air. Well, I still have that airplane. It sits in my office. I was actually going to bring it in. And That's creepy. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it was cool. I just That's kept creepy. it. And uh, of course, I was a really irresponsible young dumb teenager, and I I, I wrote a DC nine value jet on the side of it, which if you remember in nineteen ninety five or six. <laughs> Had that terrible plane crash, and it was right after the plane crash. I think it flew into the Everglades or something and crashed. So I thought it would be really, really funny to put DC-9 value jet on the side of this thing. <laughs> Good God. How insensitive, Andrew. But my plane did pretty well, uh, and I've, I've kept it all these years. Um, played, uh, In fact, I played with my my kids with that thing still. It's like 35 years old or something. It's just paper, old. right? Yeah, it's real thick like cardboard, and we shaped. I think they were kits, and the main thing is we got to select the kit of which we thought it was going to perform best in either you wanted to do the, the one for distance or you wanted to do the one for time, and you got to shape all the wings for, like, lift and all that stuff. It was physics class, so um, it was neat. And like I said, I still have it. But I think there's rules. They have, to, they have to be so far from the ground up, so I guess you have to, you know, be a certain distance. And then you, he basically just said 
He practiced his technique and then just threw that sucker as hard as he could. Oh, yeah, there's the video of that guy. Was that actually him doing it? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up for Man, he was the going at it. looks like uh, Astros or Rangers could uh, use that guy. Look like he was going for it. How do I make it big? I don't well, know, man. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it is pretty neat, but I was, I was definitely a paper airplane kid. Nerd. Nerd. Oh, yeah. No doubt. It says, we found that, here it is, we found that the optimal angle is about 40 degrees off the ground. And once you're aiming it that high, you throw it as hard as possible. And that gives us our best distance. I believe it. Yeah. That is nuts. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. So um, it says, the record-breaking distance flight, the plane was uh, in the air for only six seconds. So think about that for a second. I think covered 298 feet in six seconds. Compare that to the longest paper uh, airplane duration flight, which is currently 29.2 seconds. So they've got a paper airplane that would sit around in the air and circle probably like it's waiting to refuel or something <clears throat> uh, for 29.2 seconds. But this sucker was only in the air six. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> You're looking at me like... Yeah, I can already right. tell you your dreams are shattered because they broke your record or something. It's like, no, nah, I got to get... Oh, yeah, my record No, I got to get back out there. Yeah, I got to get back out to making my uh, my airplanes, man. Now, so this last story, <laughs> I don't know if this is funny or sad. Um, a woman has sued a California county and its district fair after her daughter's pet goat was sold for $902. Sold for 902 slaughtered, and then barbecued. And I'm thinking, all right, well, that, that not that kind of what you sign up for when you're doing like FFA or 4-H or something like that? Uh, but apparently they wanted to withdraw this at the last minute because the, uh, the daughter had second thoughts. You know, she's like, I don't want to sell Fluffy. <laughs> and I guess at that point, the wheels were already in motion. Somebody already had, had barbacoa on the mines. <laughs> And uh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's sad. Kind of funny. It is kind of funny. Just I think what, what was the funniest is the uh, the title: California Girl Nine Sioux State Fair after her pet goat was sold and barbecued. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's really strange that they're assigned to sue them. Yeah, I don't know if they've won. What's the, what's going on with bit. parents these days? Yeah, I think there's a valuable lesson in here for the girl to learn, and instead they're teaching her something, you know, the opposite of, oh, you, d you don't like this, honey? Well, then we're going to make sure that we sue them because we don't like the decision that we I mean, unless into. unless they literally went out of their way to make this girl cry because they're evil people. Yeah, unless they had it right there on the, on yeah, the spit, like circling right in front like, of her. They're like, yeah, sorry, girl. Here's <laughs> a hard lesson. Yeah, fluffy tastes good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't I mean, get it. I, I mean, it was barbecued. Well, well especially at those, right there, well, especially right? at those auctions. They, I know, they sell them in there and they ship them off. Right? Yeah. And I know a lot of times, especially here in Montgomery County, uh, they buy them and then they give them back to the kid. Oh, wow. So basically, it's just straight up a donation here, kid. Have your Yeah. Because hmm. they raised the kid. They raised the goat or they raised mm -hmm. the... But I mean, mm -hmm. most people who buy the cattle are like, yeah, we're going to eat the cattle. Yeah. We're going to eat that. Yeah. Yeah, because especially the money that you spend. Yeah, most people are like, yeah, we're going to eat that because they're spending thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of dollars on those things. But it says, uh, long, not long before the auction started, the Long family changed their minds and wanted to take Cedar. Oh, that's the name of the goat, Cedar, off uh, the ticket. The fair denied the request. So I guess it was before the sale. Denied the request and sold it. So the mom brazenly stole the goat back. But then again, they, they came back and took it back from her and gave it back to the buyer. But 
That's again not teaching. Well, the, can you the, the imagine daughter. a buyer going like, "What's going on?" Yeah, and then it's on. like, "Well, hey, just give me my money back. I'm good." Because they they bought that goat, and that money went to the little girl. Yeah, I'm sure it did. So it's yeah, I, like there's more to this story. There might be. Because why would you steal the goat? Well, she was trying to get it back. I know, but why? I was saying why they kind of skipped over. Oh, hey, here's your money back. Uh, we want the, we want the goat back. Yeah, I mean, they, I guess they could have just purchased it back, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't get it. There's something more to this. This is this is like a family feud thing. Maybe like uh, the the jealous uncle purchased the goat because he hated his niece. And well, let's like, just says the mother, after seeing the daughter side by the goat's pen, oh so sad, decided to steal the animal back at the last minute and deal with the consequences later. Well, I mean, go go good for you, mom. I guess. I guess. Yeah, you know, they use that money buy another goat and then decide not to to put it in the next fair. That's. That's the life lesson this that you're going to learn. This doesn't look like cedar. <laughs> yeah. That's you can even name it cedar. It can look a little different. Kids are so stupid. They really are. I haven't met a smart one yet. Yeah. I'd be like, we ate the goat. <laughs> Toughen up, kid. Yeah. It was good, too. It was tasty. All right, man. I think that's all we got for this week. This was a fun show. Awesome, dude. Yeah. No no beer this time. wasn't quite as exciting, yeah. but... Uh, Maybe we'll have Matthew on next time and have him on camera the entire show. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I apologized to him. He said he was totally fine with it, but <laughs> it is what it is. Funny. Well, uh, we're here every Wednesday at 10 a.m. with Audience of One with Andrew and Dick. You can look us up online at IRLoneStar.com slash AOO for all of our subscriptions. We're podcasting YouTube Wednesdays at 10. We are everywhere. There you go. We'll see you guys later. Next week.